Okay. Okay. Hello to all. This is Joey Faur. Um, we will be starting today the first chapter of Hilchot Milah, the laws of circumcision. Um, these laws, as is clear from the title, deal with how to properly perform the precept of circumcision. <clears throat> Milah. Halacha Aleph. So the precept of circumcision is a precept which, if it's not performed, one is liable to be punished by karet, by getting cut off from the world to come, as it says in the Pasuk, and any um, uncircumcised um, male um, and any male that did not circumcise himself and his um, soul shall be cut off. And the precept is on the father to circumcise his son and on the slave owner to circumcise his slaves. We're talking about non-Jewish slaves, of course, that were not circumcised before. As it says, Yelid Bait born in the house and or um bought with money now let's say the father did not um circumcise his son or the the slave owner did not circumcise their slave so they um they um, um simply um uh they 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 undid a they neglected a misvat ase a positive commandment but they are not liable to be having karet to be um cut off but rather they um are liable for un, for not doing a misvat ase um and the court of law is uh, charged with the duty of circumcising this child or slave when um, in the time of circumcision um, because it is asur is not permitted to leave any uncircumcised people in Israel okay and males of course halachabet hmm now, it is not permitted to circumcise somebody, a son of somebody, without the father's knowledge, unless the father himself neglected the misvah of circumcision, the precept of circumcision, in which case the court of law is charged with circumcising this um, child. So let's say the court of law did not notice that this person was uncircumcised when he grows up and understands that he has to circumcise himself when he when he's old enough to understand that he has to circumcise he has to circumcise himself he has, he has to make sure that this masva this precept is done by him any day that passes on a person in which he is uncircumcised he ha he by definition is neglecting 
the fulfillment of this positive precept. However, he is not liable to be punished with the punishment of karet until he dies um, in this uncircumcised situation. So, by slave, we were talking about either a slave that was born in Jewish hands, in other words, we're talking again, we're talking about a non Jewish slave, or a slave that was bought from um, non Jews. All these, um, the person must do circumcision on. However, there's a distinction. Somebody who was bought, a slave that is, sorry, a slave that is born already in the hands of an, Isra of, of an Israelite, of a Jew, he is what we call a elite bait, and he is circumcised on the eighth day. However, somebody which is bought, a slave which, which is bought, he is circumcised on the very day of the purchase, and uh, even... If he was one years old, he wasn't even eight days old when bought as a slave, he is circumcised at that very day. So we said previously in this previously in, in Halakha Gima that Miknat Kesef, a slave which is purchased, is circumcised on the very day of per on the, on the day of, date of the purchase. And we said that somebody that's born in the hands of, an, of a Jew is circumcised by the eighth day. However, there's a case, There's there are two cases, one in which the Meknat Kesef, the purchased um, slave, is circumcised on the eighth day, and one case in which the he who was born in the, already the hands of, an, of a Jew, is circumcised on the very day of birth. We will see right now. We will see these cases. So it's the opposite case. It's the opposite of what we previously said. So, let's say, somebody took a shifha, he took a female slave, and she, and as part of the purchase, he also purchased the um, uh, child which was in her, she was pregnant, and he purchased the child that was inside of her. And she gave birth. This child, because he was previously purchased with his mother, he is, um, and although he is a miknat bait, what we call a miknat bait, he is circumcised on the eighth day. And even though the purchase, in the mind of the purchaser, the purchase was the mother and her posterity, and the child which was um, going to come out, which was... Um, supposed to come out of her in the future. Nevertheless, the child is not considered a miknat kesef. Uh, he's considered a miknat kesef, but he is nevertheless circumcised on the eighth day. Halakha he. Lakah shifha le'ubbareha. He, somebody, purchased a female slave um, for her offspring. In other words, he bought, it was only the offspring which he bought. Or he bought a shifha, a female slave, but only, but not in order to do what we call He did not want to give her the ritual bath for, um, which is 
in, which is needed when buying a slave, but rather wanted to leave her unmutbelet. Even though the, the offspring of this lady was born in his under his ownership, nevertheless, the offspring is circumcised on the day of his birth. Because although he was under his under the Jew, the Jews' ownership, nevertheless, it as is it is as though he was born. Uh, it as though he is Miknat Kesef and he was you bought him today. Because the mother of this child, as we said, she is either he bought only the child from the mother, and then the mother was under his hands, but he only wanted the child separately, or he paid or he did not want to do tebila on the mother. He did not want to give her the ritual bath, which is which is needed for slaves. So she is not considered a Jew, a slave under Jewish hands, and therefore only her offspring can be considered such and, and such a status. And therefore, it is as though he bought the offspring today and must do the tebila on the date of birth when the child comes out. Also, another another reason for this is because the child there's a chance in which the child might die. And then the mother leaves and the mother does not stay with him because the whole point of the deal was for the mother. And then obviously this is in the situation in which he did not purchase the mother as well in order to not give her the ritual bath. So in, this, in, the, in the second case in which he only purchases the, the offspring of the, of the late of the slave, um, there's a chance the offspring might die and then there will be no offspring. And then so this is an, a deal annuller and therefore be annulled. So it's only on the day of the child's birth that the deal is, so to speak, sealed. However, if, the, if this is a special situation, if the mother decides to do tebila after the birth of the child, before the eighth day, uh, before the milah of the child, then um, the child is circumcised on the eighth day. So let's say somebody bought, and this is another case, somebody purchased a, uh, a slave, a non-Jewish slave, and he, the non-Jew did not want to circumcise. So we wait 12 months, the waiting time for this uncircumcised slave is 12 months. If these 12 months passed, it is unpermitted, is prohibited to keep the slave, um, to keep an uncircumcised slave, a non-Jew slave for so long, and you, the person, is obligated to resell him, to resell this uh, slave to um, non-Jews. However, if um, the purchase before the purchase, the deal of the purchase, meaning the the um, the details of the purchase, said that um, and while the, this non-Jew was still under non-Jewish hands, the Tenai was the um, uh, they they um, uh, the condition for the purchase was that um, he does not do the purchased goy does not do milah. Then he does not have to do milah, only if this was the conditions of the purchase pre 
purchasing the slave. However, this is in condition that he that this goy slave takes upon himself the seven Noahide laws, and there and then he will be considered like a ger toshav, like a um uh, um a uh, a, a proselyte um of that that is allowed to live in the land. Not a not a proselyte, but rather a Noahide, what I'll call a Noahide proselyte. Um, However, if this guy did not want to, after he was purchased and after he entered Jew, Jewish hands, he did decided he does not want to take upon himself the seven Noahide laws. In that case, he can be killed immediately um, for um, not doing his part of the deal. And another important rule is we do not take upon us um, in other words, people that are only here to they only do the seven uh, precepts of no the noahide precepts only to live in israel we don't take them um in times in which the yovel is not um in uh is is not um uh, enforced the institution of the yovel is not enforced the yovel is a um uh, a, every 50 years um every seven shemitot okay on the seventh shemitah the eighth year the year after the seventh shemitah in the cycle um, is another, so to speak, Shemitah, and there are special laws um, which apply. We will see that uh, later on. So, a proselyte that decides to enter Am Israel. Okay, and we will see how um, these proselytes enter Am Yisrael later on in Il Chotis But this is only this is only in relation about the circumcision of such a person. So, somebody who makes giyur, who enters Am Yisrael, and takes upon himself all the precepts of the Torah, must do milah as part of the process of entering um, his, the Jewish people. Um, and however, if he has been circumcised before his entering of the Jewish people, before he decided to become a proselyte, um, then they, we do what is called hatafat damberit. Hatafat damberit is taking out a little bit of blood of that in that area um, as a symbol for the circumcision. Meaning it's not a circumcision because he was already circumcised, but you do have to do what's called hatafat damberit, take out some blood in that area. Um, yes. And also a child which was born, a baby that was born already circumcised, who was born without an orla, without the um, outer skin. Um, they must, um, although you cannot do circumcision on this on this baby, they must do what is called take out a little blood in the area. Anderoginos. So, in Anderoginos, which is somebody who is, has both male and female um, um, uh, body parts, um, they must he must be um, uh, circumcised on the eighth day. And also, somebody who comes out um, in a Caesarean, a Yosef dolphin, comes out of the stomach and not in a conventional way, but rather in an unconventional manner, um, through surgery, etc. This, this surgery has been done for years, but they call a Caesarean operation. I might be wrong in the English in the English wording. Um, 
Also, this person must be circumcised in the eighth day. You would think he's not because he did not come out in the proper way. He was not properly born. Nevertheless, he is on this eighth day. Me, uh, the eighth day. I don't know. I might have said seven before. I, of course, we're talking about the eighth day. And also someone, uh, an individual which has two orlot, two um, outer skins, um, we do the, his circumcision on the eighth day. This is in regards to the time of the Milah. So, the Milah, the time for the Milah is always after, on the eighth day, after sunrise, and that is whether you do it uh, after sunrise in the daytime, and that is whether you do it on the eighth day, which is a Milah, which is then on time, on its correct time, or if you do it on the ninth day and, and, and onwards, you always have to do the Milah after sunrise. As it says in the Pasuk, and on the eighth day, in the day and not at night. Therefore, the Milah, the circumcision, cannot be performed at night. And if somebody was circumcised after what we call Alot Hashahar, which is about 72 to 90 minutes before the um, um, uh, sunrise, the, although this is not allowed, the circumcision is considered a valid circumcision. And the whole day is kosher for milah, is permitted to do the milah. However, it is a, um, it is much, it is a, um, uh, it is more proper to do it earlier on in the day, as it says, those who are, um, uh, um, uh, virtuous, um, the ze- um, to fulfill their those who are zealous to fulfill their religious uh, obligations, they do it as early as they can. Those who want to, you know, really get get the misfada. Um, halachatet. I wouldn't use the word zealous, and I would say those who it is of utmost importance to them to do the precepts to fulfill the precepts, they do fulfill the precepts as soon as they can. As soon as the time comes. Halachatet. Mila bismanaha, dohaita shabbat. Vishilo bismanaha, ina dohaloita shabbat, velotim tov. So we said the eighth day is the time to do the mila. However, we have some situations in which the child cannot be circumcised on the eighth day, either he has jaundice or some other uh, sickness or anything anything of the part. So in all these cases, um, the mila is not done on its rightful day. Um, However, a, a, so a, sorry, a circumcision, which is not done on its proper time, in, in other words, the eighth day, as previously mentioned, this circumcision does not be dohay et shabbat It does not um, it, um, uh, um, uh, supersede the prohibition of um, desecrating, doing work on Shabbat um, if it is not on its correct time. If it is on its correct time, it's on the eighth day, of course, it supersedes the Shabbat. If somebody has now sarat is a certain tum'a which is visibly seen on the skin and it is prohibited 
to take this tum'ah off. If somebody has a nega sarat, he's prohibited to cut it off his skin. However, nevertheless, the milah, which is a misvat aseh, it's a positive commandment, allows us to take off the sarat, if there is sarat, on the place of the circumcision, because in this situation, a positive commandment comes and, um, uh, so to speak, overrides this um, this prohibition. Halachayod. Keshem she milat abanim dochayet ha-shabbat, kach milat ha-avadim she milimolim mishmona dochayet ha-shabbat, imhal she mini shelahin b-shabbat. So the same way, the circumcision of sons of the offspring of a Jewish individual um, supersedes the Shabbat. In that very same way, the, the the circumcision of the slaves that are circumcised on the eighth day, in other words, those which we previously explained that have to be circumcised on the eighth day and not on the very day of, of purchase, we said those who are born in Jewish hands already, they also supersede, override the Masla of Shabbat. Of course, if their eighth day is on Shabbat. Except a somebody who was born in the house, we said there's a special situation in which there's a Yalit bite who's born to a woman who did not want to do the Tevila. So, and she decided to do Tevila before he was circumcised after his birth. You were supposed to really circumcise him on the day of birth. But in this situation, we circumcise him on the eighth day because she decided to do the tevila, to do the ritual bath after birth. Nevertheless, um, and, and the child now is supposed to be circumcised on the eighth day. Nevertheless, this circumcision, this specific case, which I just said these with these details, does not take place on Shabbat, even if the eighth day is on Shabbat, because this is a, um, so to speak, awkward case. Um, it's they have to do the millah on the eighth day for this specific child halakha yod alef katan shenolad kishehu mahul umi shenolad bachodesh hashemini leiburo kodem shetegamer briyato shehu kenefer mipene sheeno chal veyose dofen veandiraginos umi sheesh lo sheteolot enan dochen et ha-shabbat alenemolinhen be'echad b'shabbat shehu yom tashi'i shelahen so a child born already circumcised or somebody born on the eighth day on the eighth month to his conception before being fully um matured which is um he's considered um, almost not alive i mean he's considered to be not alive by many standards and to only through modern science today these, these children are considered to have um to live may live they still may not live um or a Yosedof, and somebody who comes out of the stomach in an unconventional way, out of the womb of the mother. Ve'anderogino, somebody who we said is, has also both female and male body um, attributes. Umishesh lo'shete'onot, and somebody with two outer skins, two foreskins. Enan dohenet ha-shabbat, elan immolinin be'echad b'shabbat, she'u yom t'shi'i shelahen. These, although they are, they are supposed to be circumcised on their eighth day, nevertheless, if their eighth day comes out on Shabbat, then... We wait an extra day. Um, they are not tohenet Shabbat. They do not override Shabbat. Halacha yod bet. Mishen olad ben Hashem Ashot safek bayom safek balayla. Monim min halayla v'nimol b'teshi'i shehu safek shemini. Somebody born in a time called ben Hashem Ashot. Ben Hashem Ashot is 
after sunset, before the coming out of the Kochavim, the coming out of the stars. This time is Safek Yom, Safek Lala. We're not sure whether it's day or if it's night. So we count the days um, of the child, of when he has to be, of the, of the date of circumcision of the child, from the night, from the day after. Because in Judaism, of course, the days start from the night. So if he was born on a Sunday in Ben Hashem Ashot, in order to count the days of Milah, we say as though he was born on Monday, and then he'll be circumcised the following Monday, which is on the eighth day to the birth. Even though it's eighth day from the from that Monday. And we do the circumcision on the ninth or eighth day, which we're not sure whether it's the eighth or the ninth day. Now, if a child like this is born on Friday, between Friday and Saturday, on the Ben Hashem between Friday and Saturday, you would think, oh, so we make the Milah on um, uh, on, on the, the following Saturday. No, we do not, um, because it's Safik, because it is, we're in doubt, so we do it to, on the following day. Halachayot Gimel. Mishen so, a child born prematurely on the eighth month. If he had um, the normal amount of hair and fingernails for a regular baby born, born baby, so he's considered a regular, fully um, matured child. And we consider him as though he was born on the seventh month to conception. Um, in in the seventh month of conception, the child looks different than when in the eighth, and in the eighth he looks different than in the ninth. Um, in those days, and I'm not sure if today it, 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 this correlates with modern uh, medicine, in those days, if the child was born on the seventh month, he had much, much higher chances of living than if he was born on the eighth month um, because he was turned over, he would come out, and doesn't, I'm not going to get into the details, um, and he was born on the eighth month, he usually would look much less mature than if he was born on the seventh month, um, and and therefore the seventh month, actually the probability of living after the seventh month is higher than if you were born on the eighth month, um, so that's why he's considered, this, this child was born on the eighth month, if he has fully matured fingernails and hair, it is considered as though he is a fully mature child, and we say that he was, it's as though he was really born probably on the seventh month, he's a seven-month-old baby, but rather he was a little bit, um, uh, it took his time, so to speak. And um, this baby is, it's permitted to hold him on Shabbat and to do milah, to do his circumcision on Shabbat. Um, a child which is not born properly is not permitted to hold on Shabbat. However, if he was born and he did not have full fingernails and hair um, and he was not properly mature, so we consider this baby to be a non-properly matured baby and he, his eighth day, although if it comes out on Shabbat, we uh, delay it to the next day. We do a circumcision on the ninth day. And he's not allowed to be held on Shabbat, mitultal on Shabbat. Um, this um, this law might 
change in mod today's modern situation in which modern medicine knows how to properly um, uh, save these babies. And of course, if you, if, 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 um, you know, if by holding this child on Shabbat, it'll save them for sure, then, you know, I'm not going to make a Pesach, of course, but and nevertheless, if this child born on the eighth month was alive for over 30 days, then he is considered a valat he is considered a baby which will continue to live, um, and he is like any other child, and he is um, commanded to do the circumcision. Any child that was alive for 30, more than 30 days, um, a human is considered, is not considered a stillborn, not considered a nefesh. Halakha yudalit. Mishe nolad b'chodesh ha-shevi'i le'iburo. Im nolad shalem ha-rezev alad shel kayyama, u'molin oto b'shabbat. Safek ben shiv'a, so somebody born on the seventh month of conception. If he was born full and properly matured, then he is considered a, not considered a stillborn, he's considered a properly born baby. And his milah is maybe done on Shabbat if it comes out on if his eighth day comes out on Shabbat. Safek ben Shiva, Safek ben Shemona, Nimol be Shabbat mikol panim. And if we're in doubt whether he's a seven-month-old or an eight-month-old child, then also nevertheless we do his milah on Shabbat. Im ben Shiva hu v'shalem hu badinu sheidachay Shabbat min ben Shemona hu zeh shemalkim chatech basaru lefish ze nefel im hu ben Shemola. We have if if. So the reason we do the milan, the circumcision on Shabbat is because if, if he was a really, a truly a seven-month-old, then nevertheless he would, then of course he would have to, he would supersede Shabbat. And if he was an eight-month-old, then um, uh, nevertheless, um, uh, if he, if he in ben Shemona, who is a shemal kim hatech basar hu, lefish is a nefel, in hu ben Shemona, this that does the circumcision is as though he's cutting, you know, cutting meat, because it's, if you do Milan, an eight-month-old baby that is not supposed to have been done Milan, it is considered as though you are um, just not not doing anything asur because he's considered um, not alive, not brought into life, and therefore it's nevertheless. If you did the Milan him, if he was not a, 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 if he was a complete stillborn, then it wouldn't be any sur Shabbat. So that that's why Hachamim said do it if it's a suffix. Um If you're in suffix that he's seven-month-old or eight-month-old, and and because the milat still has to be done. Halachat um, tevav. Hosiha ubar rosho chus nemayim mo ben Hashem ashok. Avol pishelo yasaku lo ela belele shabbat en molin oto b'shabbat. Now a child, a baby, which took his head out of his mother's womb in ben Hashem ashok in the between day and night, that 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 time, the buffer time. Um, even though he fully left his mother's womb, his mother's womb already after shabbat entered, you still his circumcision will be delayed by one day and cannot be done on the following Shabbat. And any baby which does not supersede, his, his circumcision does not supersede the Shabbat, his circumcision also does not supersede Yom Tov. Um, however, Yom Tov Sheni Shigaluyot is superseded by this type of circumcision. However, on Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah, he does not supersede, not the first day of Yom Tov, neither the second day. And also, any other um, untimely circumcision does not supersede the second day of 
ראש השנה. הלכה ט"ז. חולה. אל מונין אותו עד שיבריא. ומונין לו מעט שיחי מחוליו שבעת ימים מעת לעת, ואחר כך מונין אותו... So, a sick baby. It is prohibited to circumcise him until he um, becomes healthy again. And from the time which he becomes healthy again, from the time which he gets out of his sickness, we, we count seven days of 24 hours, seven 24-hour days, and then we do the circumcision on the child. So if, if it was, it was born, his, he came out of his sickness on a Monday at 2 o'clock, so seven 24-hour days after this Monday at 2 o'clock will be the following Sunday at 2 o'clock, and that day is the day which you have to do his, his circumcision. In what case situation are we talking about? In a situation in which um, the child had fever or something to, to this uh, at this type. However, if he had an eye, some, type of, some type of eye sickness, if he had some sort of eye sickness, um, which is not a sickness which takes his whole body, but rather a specific sickness in a certain part of the body, then from the minute this from the second the sickness leaves him, we do the circumcision, we perform the circumcision. Halakha Yodzain. A child which is born jaundiced, it says yarok, which in modern Hebrew means green, but the the reference is to what we call um baby jaundice. Um so the, he is not allowed to be circumcised until he becomes healthy. Also a child which is born very, very red, above, way above average redness. Also him, we do not circumcise him until he becomes, until his body balances out. And it is important to be careful with these things because it's pikuach nefesh, of course. It's, um, we care very, very much about human life, of course. And of course, we don't do circumcision on a child that has any small type of sickness which may um, compromise his life. And um, of course, the life, a Jewish life is something you cannot bring back. A milah is something which you can wait on a little in a, in a um, precarious situation such as this. A woman which gave birth to a child and did me on him and circumcised him and he, got, and he passed away in his circumcision and had a second child who also um, died in his circumcision. Um, then the third child that comes out, she does not have to circumcise him on, his, on, his, on the day of circumcision, but rather um, wait until he becomes strong enough to be circumcised without possibly compromising his health situation. Um, we have finished. Baruch Adonai Amen v'amen.